Everything's inspired by the teachings of His Divine Grace. A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, the founder of Charya of the International Society for Christian Consciousness. Om Aganati Mirandasya Aganagana Sarapya Chatsurin Miritam Yanatajmai Sri Gurave Noha Sri Chaitanya Mano Vistam Stapitam Yanabhutai Sayam Rupakaramayam Dharati Swapanatikam I'd like to talk to you today about getting a new image. Many people today are not reaching their potential, not because they're not talented, not because they don't have favor, it's because their vision is limited. They don't see themselves accomplishing their dreams, living blessed, being healthy, achieving their goals. Our message today is you'll never rise higher than the way you see yourself. Through eyes of faith, you need to see yourself the way you want to be or the way you want to become. Right now you might be fighting an illness, but you need to see yourself healthy. Struggling in your finances, you need to see yourself coming out of debt, lending and not borrowing. If you're dealing with an addiction, you need to see yourself clean and sober. Don't let that negative label of being an addict take root in your spirit. Don't see yourself as defeated, dysfunctional, can't make it. Our encouragement today is to get a new image of yourself. See yourself free. See yourself whole. See yourself as an overcomer. Your inner vision is what's setting the limits for your life. The pictures that you keep out in front of you, in your imagination, that's what you're going to be moving towards. Even subconsciously, just like a magnet, you're being pulled towards what it is that you're seeing. Some of you might struggle with low self-esteem. You feel inferior, like you don't measure up. Well, change the picture. Get in agreement with how Krishna, the God, sees you. He said, you are fearfully and wonderfully made by the hand of the Creator, the Almighty, who calls you a masterpiece, one of a kind. But why don't you get your image in line with the way God sees you? Now, if you think about it, nowhere in the Bhagavad Gita, the Song of God, does Krishna call us sinners. Some devotees describe themselves as sinners who are saved by grace, but Krishna never puts it that way. He describes us as saints who occasionally sin. Ninth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, 30th verse, Api Ched Sarachara Bhajate Mahamananyabhat Sadhurivasana Samyagvyavis Togisa. Even if one commits the most abominable action, Krishna says, if he or she is engaged in devotional service, they are to be considered saintly because of being properly situated in their determination. And that's true. If you perceive yourself as sinners, then that's how you'll act. You'll say, this is who I am. But if you view yourself as a saint who occasionally sins, you're going to have an entirely different frame of reference. I believe the founders of the Church of Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints understood this principle. Here's a simple and what I think is a vivid illustration of this point. Imagine for a moment a typical macho college man. Let's call him Biff. Biff is into the whole college scene. He sees himself as a skin-wrapped package of salivary glands, taste buds, and sex drugs. So how does Biff occupy himself with his self-perception? 
eating, obviously, and chasing girls, equally as obviously. He eats everything and anything in sight without regard for its nutritional value, and he chases just about anyone in a skirt, but he has a special gleam in his eye for the lustrous looking Susie, the cheerleader. Now Biff is chasing Susie around the campus one day when the track coach notices him. Hey, this kid could really run. The coach finally catches up with Biff and he proposes, why don't you come out to the track team? Nah, Biff answers, watching Susie out of the corner of his eye. I'm too busy. But the coach isn't about to take nah for an answer. He finally convinces Biff to at least give track a try. Biff starts working out with the track team and discovers that he really can run. He changes his eating and sleeping habits and his skills improve further. In fact, he starts winning some races and posting better and better times for his event. Finally, Biff is invited to the state tournament. He arrives at the track early to stretch and warm up. And then, only a few minutes before the gun goes off, guess who shows up? Sweet little Susie looking more beautiful and desirable than ever. She prances up to Biff in a scanty outfit which accentuates her physical features. In her hands is a sumptuous slice of Dutch apple pie with several scoops of ice cream piled on top. She says to Biff, I've missed you, Biffy. If you come with me now, you can have this ice cream and pie and me too. What does Biff say? No way. Why not, Susie pouts, because Biff says, I'm a runner. What's different now about Biff? What happened to his drive and his glance? He's still the same guy who pack away burgers, two bags of fries and a quart of Pepsi without batting an eye. He's still the same guy who was previously itching to get close to beautiful Susie, but his perception of himself has changed. No longer does he see himself primarily as a bundle of physical urges, but as a disciplined athlete, as a self-controlled runner. Came to the track today with the purpose of running a race. Susie's suggestion was at cross purposes with why he was there, with how he perceived himself. All the psychology books are in agreement with the insight here. What you do doesn't determine who you are. Who you are determines what you do. In other words, if you see yourself as a loser, you'll be a loser. If you see yourself as a winner, you'll be a winner. If you see yourself as a saint who occasionally sins, then that's how you'll live. If you'll change your pictures, you'll change your life. If you see yourself as strong, talented, favored, with a bright future, you're going to reach the fullness of your destiny. Our question today is, how do you see yourself? Lacking, negative, a victim? Oh, true, I've been through too much. Life is not fair. I'm just struggling to make it through the next few weeks. That's the wrong picture. Krishna said he has beauty for those ashes. He said he'd pay you back double for the unfair things. But you have to do your part and get rid of the image of a defeated you, a lonely you, a victim you. 
start seeing yourself as a restored you, a blessed you, a happy you, a coming out better than before you, a you who's moving towards the picture in your mind and make sure that picture is somebody you want to be. One of the 20th century's greatest preachers, Dr. Henry Emerson Fodsworth, once wrote, quote, hold a picture of yourself long and steadily enough in your mind's eye and you will be drawn towards it. Great living starts with a picture held in your imagination of what you would like to do or to be, end quote. Now we've all had this experience. We'll go through our phone, we'll go through the pictures on our phone, start deleting. That one's blurry. That one's not frame right. That one, I don't look good. Have you noticed you can have a picture with yourself and amongst five or six other people, but you zoom in to focus on yourself in that crowd. If you don't look good, you'll delete the whole picture and everybody else is in it because we don't want to see ourselves in that way. Well, how about having the same attitude when it comes to the pictures in your mind? That image pops up of you being inferior, unattractive, not talented, delete, no room in my files. I see myself different. It's valuable, a masterpiece, one of a kind. That image of you, lonely, never meeting anyone, no companionship, delete, that's not my future. I see myself happily married, having children, loving, laughing, moving forward. That picture comes up with you weak, sick, just enduring. Don't give it any room. Don't make space for it. Delete it. Get a new image. See yourself as healthy, strong, vibrant, accomplishing dreams. See, the problem is a lot of people, a lot of people, they want a better life. But here's the problem. You can't give birth to what you haven't conceived. You have to conceive it on the inside and then Krishna, God, can bring it to pass on the outside. Who you become as a person is determined, once again, by how you see yourself. The motivational speaker, Zig Ziglar, once said, you cannot consistently perform in a matter which is inconsistent with the way you see yourself. Pay attention to the images of your mind. You can't see yourself sick and get well. You can't see yourself with lack and struggle and have abundance. You need to see yourself as blessed, as the head and not the tail, lending and not borrowing. You can't see the dream as being too big, the giant too strong, the opposition too great. You need to see yourself as well able, a giant killer, a history maker, a barrier breaker, a difference maker. My wife and I lived in Los Angeles for 10 years at the temple there before we moved to Utah. And one day I was driving, east on the I-10 freeway. There was this huge downpour. It didn't start off as a few sprinkles. It was like the heavens opened up all of a sudden. It was a deluge. I couldn't see the road in front of me. I reached over and turned my windshield wiper switch on like I always did. Nothing happened. It didn't move. I looked out and I couldn't see a thing. I jiggled the lever, pushed it, Jimmy that nothing happened. Here I'm going 70 miles an hour and I have no idea whether I'm even on the road or not, what lane I'm in. In a panic, I rolled down my window, tried to look outside. That wasn't much better because all the rain hitting me in the face. Finally, I managed to pull over to the shoulder and stop with my 
emergency blinkers on. I had just been driving blind, hoping that I wouldn't hit another car, that another car wouldn't hit me, that I wouldn't go off the road into a ditch or hit someone parked on the shoulder by the grace of God. It was all clear. I parked there and waited for the rain to stop. Now here's my point. The car was fine. Engine was in working order. The tires were okay. Steering was fine. I had plenty of gas. The only thing stopping me was my windshield wipers. I had all this ability to move forward. This vehicle, this horsepower, but my vision was blurry. I couldn't see. This seemingly small thing kept me from where I was going. Same way in life. You're full of potential. Krishna or God has given you gifts and talents, lined up the good breaks, the right people. Everything you need to fulfill your purpose is at hand. But sometimes we're not seeing our greatness because our vision is a limit. We've let how we were raised, what someone said, that bad break, that betrayal cloud our future. Now, the problem is not with who we are. We are masterpieces. The problem is with what we can see. Now, if you're going to reach your potential, you have to make sure your windshield wipers are working. You have to constantly be clearing out things that are hindering your vision. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama, Rama. Hare Hare. The problem is with what you can see. If you're going to reach your potential, you have to make sure your windshield wipers are working. Constantly clearing out things that are hindering your vision. Maybe at one point you got off course. At one point in your life you made mistakes. Now guilt and shame are trying to block your vision. Man, you don't deserve to be blessed. Look at what you did. You're unworthy. Just accept where you are. No. Get your windshield wipers working. You're forgiven. You're redeemed. Krishna's mercy is bigger than any of your mistakes. He doesn't count the negative things of the past against you. But you have to do your part, clear out the guilt, clear out the shame, start seeing yourself as worthy, as forgiven, as a child of the Most High God. Or maybe in your case, discouragement is clouding your future. You've been through disappointment. Things didn't work out. People did you wrong. It's easy to let that hinder your vision to where you're not believing for anything good, not expecting things to improve. You just have to get your windshield wipers working because the truth is you've not seen your best days. The enemy Maya would not in fact be fighting you so hard if she didn't know there were awesome things out there in store. That's why she's trying to limit your vision so you don't see the amazing future that's ahead. Our encouragement today is do yourself a favor, wipe that away. One devotee pray, may the eyes of my understanding be enlightened so that I can see the amazing future to which I've been called. In a sense, he was praying, Lord, let my windshield wipers work so that my vision, the eyes of my understanding will be clear. Some others of you, your vision might have been clouded by the negative things that people have said. You're too small, you're too old, you're not talented enough, you don't have what it takes. Get your windshield wipers working. People don't determine your destiny. What they said does not stop Krishna's plan for your life. 
Maya, the enemy, she wants us to see ourselves as having a little bit of potential, like a grasshopper, for instance. Grasshopper has wings, but he can't do anything significant with them. They're too small. Similarly, in our case, Maya will whisper, sure, you have potential, but it's just the potential of a grasshopper. You'll never do anything great. The opposition is too big, your wings are too little. Look at all that you're up against. Well, that's the wrong image. You're not a grasshopper. Scripture says you will mount up and soar with wings like an eagle. So you're created to soar, to rise above what's trying to stop you, to overcome who's holding you back, to leave your family, your generation, your world better than it was. But it's going to come down to this. Do you see yourselves as a grasshopper or do you see yourself as an eagle? Well, true. these people at work, they're not fair. They don't like it. I'll never get that promotion. No disrespect, but nice to meet you, Mr. Grasshopper. It's gonna keep you on the ground. Don't let that grasshopper image keep you from soaring. You're an eagle. Get into agreement with Krishna, yes, these people are doing me wrong, but Krishna or God is my vindicator. Krishna is fighting my battles. Promotion doesn't come from people. It comes from the Lord. And the Lord says, Those are my devotee. Never perish. They're the specially anointed children of God. And God being for you is more than anything or anyone coming against you. Yes, we all have opposition. We all have things that are not fair. But we need to see ourselves as an overcomer, as more than a conqueror, as a victor and not a victim. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Well, I don't think I'll ever get ahead, man, with the politics at work, with inflation, with the turmoil in commerce. But what you're really saying is, I'm a grasshopper. The enemy would love for you to go through life thinking of yourself as a grasshopper, as at a disadvantage, you can't fly. I'll never get married, I'll never accomplish that goal, I'll never build that temple, I'll never organize that festival, I'll never write that book. But what if you discover that those wings on your side are not grasshopper wings, but they're eagle's wings, broad and wide and strong, capable of lift up. What if what's limiting you is not your circumstances, not other people, not how you're raised, but how you see yourself? What would happen if your windshield wiper started working, your vision cleared up and you started seeing yourself for who you really are, sons and daughters of the Most High God? It'd be a new day if you cleared out the devil, cleared out what people say, cleared out the bitterness, cleared out the mediocrity. I'll tell you that nothing that's happened to you has stopped Krishna God's purpose for your life. As your vision clears, you will start moving into new levels of favor, new levels of blessing that belong to you. But Krishna brought you here to the temple today to ask you this simple question. What do you see? Things, outcomes, destinies, futures are not just up to Krishna. 
how you see yourself, your future, your children, that's what's going to determine what the future holds. One last story here. Baseball pitcher Oral Hershiser. That name is important. Oral Hershiser. Does not exactly strike fear into you upon hearing it, does it? He wrote a book called Out of the Blue, and he tells about Tommy Lasorda, the coach of the Dodgers, approached him on the pitcher's mound one day and started shouting at him, you don't believe in yourself. You're scared to pitch in the big leagues. In what was later described as the Sermon on the Mound, Lasorda said, you've got good stuff. You're a potentially great pitcher. I wouldn't have hired you if I didn't think so. But you need to have a more aggressive attitude. You need to be like a bulldog out there. In fact, I'm renaming you from Oral to Bulldog Hershiser. That's going to be your new name. With that name and with this attitude, I want you to scare batters to death out there. I want you to scare the hitter and think there's no way this guy can hit me. You may have the birth name of Oral, but from now on, as far as the batters are concerned, your name is the Bulldog. Well, Bulldog Hershiser went on to become one of baseball's great all-time pitchers with the highest number of lifetime strikeouts. Lasorda's talk and worked. But the question here on the floor today is how do we view ourselves? Can we believe not only in God, but can we believe in ourselves as God's people? Are we sinners or are we saints who occasionally sin? This is an important truth that many religious people have missed in their lives. Well, I don't know, true. My children are so off course. The medical report is not good at all. I can't start my business. I can't open that temple. I don't have the connections. I don't have the education. Hey, get your windshield wipers working. Clear out all the excuses, all the doubt, the can't do it, the too big, the too late, the not enough, and see yourself the way Krishna sees you. You are well able. You are strong in the Lord. Krishna is going before you. Goodness and righteousness and mercy are following you. Favor is surrounding you. See yourself as victorious, prosperous, more than a conqueror. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama, Rama, Hare Hare. You have to be willing to accept the new things that Krishna is going to do in your life. His dream for your life is much bigger than our own vision. Where Krishna wants to take you, the doors he wants to open, the people he wants you to meet, it's going to be more than you could ever think or imagine. But you have to do your part. Quit thinking of yourself as limited, as unqualified. Thoughts are going to knock on the door. It's never going to work out. They're trying to cloud your future. Keep your windshield wipers working. I can do all things through Krishna. I'm equipped, I'm empowered, I'm anointed. Scripture talks about casting down wrong imaginations. That means getting rid of the wrong pictures. Pay attention to what it is that's draining your faith, causing you to shrink back, be insecure. These are imaginations you need to delete, not to let those pictures distort your vision. We get to choose which images 
are going to influence us. You can choose the defeated, failing, not enough image, or you can see yourself prospering, rising higher, accomplishing new goals, setting new standards, taking new ground for the kingdom. There will be these times where you'll be called upon to enlarge your vision, to magnify your dreams. Krishna didn't create you to reach just one level and stay there. You're going to come to places where you may feel in over your head, outmatched, unqualified. That's just a sign that Krishna is getting ready to put more influence, more responsibility, more leverage on your shoulders. Be open for greater and greater things. See yourself at newer and higher and higher levels, going where you've never gone, doing things you've never even dreamed about. And to all of us, doubts will come. You can't do that. Who do you think you are? You're out of this league. People may tell you, you can't accomplish that dream. No one in your family history is that blessed, that successful, that influential. Keep your windshield wipers going. Don't let that distort your vision. They can't see what you can see. Krishna didn't put the dream in them. He put the dream in you. Now, do your part and conceive the increase. Conceive the abundance. Conceive the possibility. And I just wondered this afternoon, how many of us are missing the great things that Krishna has in store because our vision is limited. I can't imagine having a good year, Churu. Churu, in my business, in the inflation, in the political turmoil, with the stock market going crazy, how can I possibly achieve my goals? Churu, I can't imagine my health improving after seeing the doctor report. I can't imagine this relationship working out. I can't imagine my children doing anything great. Well, here's our suggestion. Instead of letting your imagination work against you, why don't you take the same energy and start to look out through eyes of faith. Let your imagination start working in your favor. Krishna created the universe. He spoke worlds into existence. He's not limited by what limits us. Our proper attitude should be, yes, it may seem unlikely, but I can imagine myself getting healthy. I can imagine me defying the odds, proving the critics wrong, living a long life. I can imagine my business expanding. I can imagine funding that mission, sponsoring that festival. I can imagine raising my children to be great men and women of faith. It's true if we watch the news these days, the negative reports, the economy, the politics, that can cloud our vision. But we have to look out through eyes of faith. I can imagine having a blessed year, a productive, bountiful, abundant, God-centered, favor-filled year. Friends, bottom line is Krishna wants to take you further than you've ever dreamed, but it has to start on the inside. He's asking you today, what do you see? What image do you have of yourself, your family, your finances, your future? Because you're moving towards that picture which is in your mind. 
Our encouragement today is to get your windshield wipers working. Clear out all the negative, limited, not enough, too big, never going to happen, and go back to what Krishna says about you. You need to see yourself as prosperous, blessed, healthy, in shape, achieving goals, building the kingdom, being a blessing. Not a grasshopper image, having wings that can't fly, but an eagle image, soaring, overcoming, accomplishing, a victor, and never a victor. If you will see it, I believe you will be it. Krishna is about to step in and do something unusual. New doors are about to open. Negative situations are turning around. Breakthroughs are coming. Healing is coming. Favor is coming. The fullness of your destiny in this life, next life, going to go back to home, back to God. Thanks very much for your kind attention. If any of that sounds good, please say along with me, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.